Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Resident Evil Zero, the prequel to Resident Evil starring Rebecca Chambers, aka not Claire Redfield or Jill Valentine, and cool dude Billy Cohen. Oh my god, he's so cool with this super sweet travel tattoo that apparently spells out mother love, making me hate it even more than I already did. Resident Evil Zero originally came out on November 12, 2012 for Nintendo GameCube. Remember that little, that little guy? Cute little guy? Oh, you're so cute. GameCube, mommy, yeah, you're so cute. I just want to hug you and kiss you and make babies with you. <laughs> Do you know uh, maybe how I feel about this game if I'm already going off track like this? And later, made his way to a plethora of additional platforms, including Wii, PC, PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, and Switch. I wanted to love Resident Evil Zero. I really did. I'm not lying. No cap. No cap. <laughs> I wanted it to be Pockers. Bing bong. <laughs> you can tell when I recorded these scripts by uh, my usage of these stupid Twitch things that have been shoved in my face recently. I heard plenty of opinions going in from those who liked it to those who didn't to those who said I shouldn't even bother. I was prepared for the worst while hoping for the best. What I got was something in the middle. By no means the worst, but far from the best. It tries to be different. It tries to be unique. It tries and tries and rarely, if ever, succeeds. Zero's biggest whiff comes from how it's structured. It is a cooperative game, a single-player cooperative game. You take control of one Rebecca Chambers, a member of the Star's Bravo team, and Billy Cohen, a former Marine who was arrested for killing 23 People. You can control both characters independently or have whoever you're not controlling automatically follow you wherever you go. You can also decide whether the AI controlled character attacks enemies or not, and that's basically it. Conceptually, it's a neat idea, but in execution, it leads to overall design choices that are more tedious than fun, and a game that leaves one wondering they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Spoilers, they shouldn't have. Inventory management has always been one of those love it or hate it aspects of Resident Evil games. As I've played more and more in the series, I've come to enjoy the mild stress it brings. Sure, making regular stops to a save room to dump items into a storage container may not sound like fun, but it's easy to understand despite the tedium. Zero, on the other hand, ditches storage containers in favor of having you just drop your shit on the ground wherever you go. Instead of being nice and tidy, putting all your goods into a box, you're a filthy slob who can't be bothered and that makes getting an item you need for something later in the game an extra pain in the ass. On top of that, both characters only have six inventory slots apiece, which may sound like a lot combined, but remember, they're individual characters with individual needs and individual weapons. If you want Billy to carry a shotgun and a pistol, that's five slots taken up by both guns and the respective ammunition, leaving you with little room for key items, even when both characters are together. If there's a silver lining, thank God, the map at least tells you where items you've dropped are because if it didn't, Zero would have been a nightmare to deal with from just an inventory management aspect alone. The thing is, while Zero is a single player cooperative game, 
it never really feels like it's making the most out of its unique setup. There are a handful of moments where both characters have to press different buttons at the same time, or moments when they must separate to get something done, but these moments feel more tacked on than creatively designed. Most of the time it feels like you're controlling two different characters just because you can. I think it would have been better if you played as each character individually, like how the remakes of Resident Evil 2 and 3 handled it. That way you could feel like both characters were having an impact on the story while not feeling like their combined existence was kind of pointless most of the time. But the failed attempt at creating a single player cooperative experience is far from Zero's only fault. The bigger problem, arguably, is that it's just boring. The story, the characters, the locations, the enemies, it's all incredibly boring. And it's a shame because there's potential in the game that tells the story of the events leading up to what happened in the first game, but Zero decides to get weird with some leech-loving dude who was dumb most of the time and super dumb when his true identity was revealed. Honestly, the big bad of Zero is so dumb that it almost takes away from the series as a whole because he, James Marcus, is one of the founding members of Umbrella and he's just so freaking stupid. And you might be saying, yeah, but most of Resident Evil is dumb and stupid. I agree, but most of that dumb and stupid nonsense is fun. James Marcus isn't fun. He's just dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And I should know because Marcus is long for Mark, except my Mark is really just Mark. It's not short for Marcus. My Mark is just M-A-R-C instead of M-A-R-K because, you know, my parents were like, hey, let's name him Mark. That's what my dad said. And then my mom was like, well, if we're going to name him Mark, might as well make it at least a little bit unique and name him M-A-R-C like Mark Chagall, the artist. There's your little Mark Rizhnez fun fact history. Speaking of dumb, the world, building, and story of Zero did very little for me. I may be wrong, but it felt like there were fewer notes and diaries to find in Zero, and what notes were there weren't that interesting. Rebecca and Billy were boring, and the few times side characters showed up, their performances were so terrible it went past the point of being funny and was just kind of embarrassing. It's not like this game came out when voice acting was still new, so there's no excuse for how dreadful some of the performances are, especially since it doesn't sound like they were intentionally trying to sound terrible. Even the enemies suck. We do get our fair share of classic Resident Evil enemies, from zombies to dogs to hunters and, of course, giant spiders, but Zero introduces a few new enemies as well. We get leechy humanoid monsters cause, you know, leeches, these giant cockroach-like things, and zombified monkeys that may be the most annoying enemies I've fought in any Resident Evil game I've played to date. The monkeys are often in packs, are super fast, and are a massive pain in the ass. Not even the boss fights are good with every single one being dull and immediately forgettable. That's ultimately Zero's biggest problem. It's completely and wholly forgettable. Resident Evil Zero wants so badly to be just like the first game that it fails to create an identity of its own outside of its shoot-in cooperative mechanic. If I can say one nice thing about Resident Evil Zero, it's that it still looks great today thanks to beautifully crafted pre-rendered backgrounds and even if the environments were mostly boring, they were at least never ugly. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to see me streaming games like Resident Evil Zero, you can do so over at twitch.tv slash PX Sausage. If you'd like to check out the videos I make, like the one for this here episode of Attack the Backlog, you could do that over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Speaking of pixelated sausage, put a dot and a com after that dot, which comes after the pixelated sausage, and you got something. What do you got? What is that something? Pixelatedsausage.com. That's what you got, pixelatedsausage.com, which is my site. And that is where 
you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, both of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out my art on the site, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. That must be the old mansion that Enrico was talking about. <clears throat> I guess it's time to say goodbye. Officially. Lieutenant Billy Cohen is dead. Yeah, I'm just a zombie now. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you.